0: The only man a girl can depend on is her daddy, it, but it's not even like that. It's like that's pretty good. Oh, thank you. <laughs> I want there to be like a <laughs> like like a school bell. Back to
1: school, <laughs> bitches. Yeah. Yeah. Welcome back, guys. Uh, We hope that you
0: enjoyed our first installment of Back to School September. Yes. A little – I don't even know what we did last week. Mean Girls. (laughs) Yes. A long time coming. I feel like when people hear about this podcast, they're like, have you done Mean Girls? So – Finally gave the people what they want. Absolutely. And our good friends, Hannah and
1: Audrey from Sleepover Cinema, also did Mean Girls the same week. Yes. So if you want a little double
0: feature, be sure to check out their episode, too. Yes. Very cool girls. Loved talking to them. Um, super knowledgeable about film. So definitely be sure to check it out.
1: Yeah. But, yeah, speaking of our our
0: lovely, lovely listeners...
1: We have some more reviews we get to talk about today. Woo! Yes, we have quite a few, so we are once again going to break them up. We're going to do just four this time. And our first one is from Ashley Dawn Perry. Thank you so much for your kind review, for your sweet words. We decided for your movie montage song. We wanted to go for something really positive. You know, you talk about, like, banter and, like, your friends. And it, it gave me this very, like, warm vibe. And we decided to go with "Put Your Records On" by Corinne Bailey Ray. I love that song. It's just such like a light, happy song. I honestly, the montage that I'm seeing in my head is very similar to what's in the music video. Like you're riding a bike, or you're like watering like your plants in your house. The sun is streaming in. You're getting that vitamin
0: D. Yeah, wholesome, lovely, positive vibes all around. Totally. And next we have a Musical Potty. We did ask who you were. We asked you to reach out to us. You did not do that. But we still <laughs> love you, Musical Potty. Yes, we do. So you mentioned, you know, binging pods of nostalgia movies. It's turned your morning commute into time for girl talk. Mm-hmm. It sounds like you're just like really vibing. You're really enjoying it. And you have some like nice nostalgic phrases in your review so it was very well thought out loved it we decided to give you bowling for soups cover of 1985 a fun upbeat song maybe you're getting ready to go to a party and you're Mm. like getting your hair you're like doing your hair you're doing your fit you're tying lacing (laughs) slipping on those shoes and You're out the door. Oh, yeah. It's like the classic montage moment
1: where you try on like six different outfits and then you end up with the first one that you put on.
0: Yeah, I could see that. Yeah.
1: Next up, we have a review from Liv. Thank you again for your lovely review and for DMing us. As promised, we did stalk your Instagram. You seem very, very cool. Honestly, when I was looking through your Instagram, I was like, you look like the lead in a rom-com. Like, you could totally be a leading lady. So I decided to go with the song Breathless by The Coors. Mm. And I do see this as a falling in love montage with your partner or with a, the love interest of your choice, really. Any any star you want to pick, just insert that into your, your love montage. You're going on dates. You're exploring the
0: city. Just falling in love. Beautiful. And lastly for this week, um, we have Lucy. We have chatted before and we decided to give you five colors in our hair by McFly band that was featured in um, Just My Luck with Lindsay Lohan, kind of like an eccentric song about admiration. Mm -hmm. We could see that you're like kind of cheeky on Insta. Yeah. Very cool vibe. So maybe you're at a party and someone sees you in the distance and we kind of just get glimpses of like Mm. you being like cool. You know, people are drawn to you at this party. You're talking, you're snacking, you're having a sip of whatever your beverage may be and Mm. people are just like, ooh, wow, who's that girl?
1: Yeah. So cool, but she doesn't even know it. Oh, my God. Exactly. (laughs) Well, thank you so much for your kind reviews, you guys. It means the world to us. We love reading them. Mm -hmm. And if you, listener, would like to get a song to play in the movie Montage of Your Life, all you got to do is leave us a little written five-star review on Apple Podcasts and we will shout you out in our next episode.
0: Yes. And you can also... Follow us on social media you can follow us on Instagram at movies that raised us or TikTok at movies that raised us pod
1: yes you can follow us on Twitter at MTRU underscore pod and you can always send us a good old-fashioned email at movies that raised us at gmail.com
0: absolutely now shall we get into today's movie this is a damn I was trying to do a play on words <laughs> we are doing. The nineteen seventy eight classic Greece oh. Da, 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 da.
1: <laughs> oh my god. i I'm just gonna say right off the bat, just so everyone knows. I am a Greece apologist. I love this movie. I know that it's insane, but I it love is this movie.
0: Insane. I forgot how insane it was because I mean, when you first see it, like, I mean, I was a kid, yeah, so I was like, anything you're doing is very cool and the songs are so cool (laughs) and now i'm like what is happening like they're smoking drinking it's all debauchery and it's all things that i feel like you could not get away with as a teen in 2021
1: right but the crazy thing is it doesn't look that out of
0: place because everyone in this movie is 45 years old yeah that's the thing (laughs) that's the thing it's They They look so old. (laughs) I'll save my commentary for during, but when they show up at Frenchie's house, the T Birds, I'm like, she's like, my parents are going to flip. And I'm like, yes, because they look like (laughs) colleagues. They look like your parents.
1: Oh my God. That's so funny. Um, Yeah, it's. It's insane. I mean, I guess we should talk casting. So obviously we have Olivia Newton-John, mm-hmm. John Travolta, Stalker Channing, Jeff Conway. Those are our like main four. But then supporting, we have Dee Khan, Michael Tucci, Dina Manhoff, Jamie Donnelly, Barry Pearl, and Kelly Ward. Does
0: Michael Tucci have any relation to Stanley Tucci? I don't believe so. I think they're just both two cheese. Gotcha.
1: But uh, originally on Broadway, Jeff Conway, who plays Kanicki, he played Danny, mm. and John Travolta had played I think Duty and also Danny in like the touring show, and Jamie Donnelly reprised her role as Jan for the movie.
0: Yeah, Jan, such uh, an eye-catching character. I feel like all the characters in this movie. They just have very distinct faces, very distinct ways of acting, mm-hmm. which clearly lends itself to a musical movie. Yeah. But yeah, everyone just gave such distinct performances. It's hard to forget.
1: Yeah, the movie was insanely popular. It cost $6 million to make, and it has made $400 million internationally. So it is, in fact, the highest grossing movie musical of all time. I remember watching it – like I don't know of a time in my life that I was not like aware of this movie. Like I cannot think of a single moment in my life where I had not seen this movie. (laughs) So I couldn't even tell you like the first time I watched it because my mom loved Grease. She was a huge fan. Mm. So it was playing like throughout my whole childhood. And it's like the musical that – or the musical movie I guess that I know the best to this day – People always make fun of me that I love Grease, but I don't care because I enjoy it so much, even though it
0: is insane. We all have our favorites, our classics, Mm -hmm. especially since you said your mom, like, listened or watched it. Mm -hmm. I think that sentimentality, you know? Yeah. You have to honor it. Absolutely. Um, There were several songs written specifically for the movie Grease hopelessly devoted to you um and you're the one that i want i love hopelessly devoted to you i think that's like yeah. such a fun ballad it was also nominated for an oscar oh yeah yeah
1: it lost to uh to like a donna summer song i think but yeah it was nominated
0: definitely all bops i definitely know all the words to all of these songs yeah i remember seeing the movie and being like ah oh, i want to play rizzo mm. like rizzo is so cool oh my god Should we dress up as Sandy and Rizzo? Absolutely. (laughs) Absolutely.
1: Yeah. I Actually, I did dress up as
0: Sandy one year for Halloween. (laughs) I was going to say, like, how many years have you dressed up as Sandy?
1: Yeah, just one. And it was like a last minute costume because we were going to like a party the night before Halloween. I didn't know until like pretty late in the game. And I was like, yeah, I wear my black pants and my black top and my leather jacket and curl my hair and I'm Sandy
0: now. I do remember that. I was wondering if you had done it another time because it's like with the blonde hair, it's easy to just be like mm. last minute. Yeah. Yeah. Um, have you ever seen the like the stage show? No, I haven't. Well, I've seen like – they did it when I was in middle school, but I have not seen a professional Grease production.
1: Right. Yeah. I saw one when I was in Singapore, um, but they did also add like these songs from the movie because like how could you not? They're so good. But – it, it is pretty similar. I think this is a pretty solid adaptation. But uh, I remember I begged my high school for years to do Grease, and they always said no because I it was my dream to play Sandy. Uh, Maybe still is, but <laughs> they <laughs> would not day. do it. <laughs> to this day. and then the year after I grad, like the year I graduated, I went back to visit my school in like Christmas time because I went home. And I spoke to my drama teacher, and he was like, "Oh yeah, I guess what we're doing." I was like, "What?" He's like, "We're doing Greece." I was like, "Are you fucking kidding me, bro?" I begged for years, and nobody listened to me. And then the second I
0: graduate, they're like, "Yeah, let's do Greece." I'd be infuriated. I was livid. We can always do a Zoom Greece. Um, <laughs> not with me. Not with me but uh, just, you know, a reading.
1: Well, I did get to
0: sing Hopelessly Devoted to You in an audition once. So that was my moment. I definitely tried to audition when I was in middle school for Greece and I was so afraid of singing yeah. that I could not audition that I was like, you know, just like nothing would come out of my mouth. Mm-hmm. And so instead I got cast as like Just, like, an extra because I had been in plays the entire time I was in middle school. Like, they knew that I could act, but I just, like, could not for the life of me sing. And then all these popular girls who loved the movie Grease, they were like, Grease is so cool, got, like, major roles. And I was like (sighs) – Oh, my God. This is like a Sharpay-Gabriella situation. (laughs) Yeah, but if Gabriella were, like, already established as, like, one of the, like, popular people at school – yeah I was yeah, yeah, yeah. upset, but it doesn't matter, yeah in the in the scheme of <laughs> things, not a huge deal. So we open up they're on a beach. We assume that this is California because it's the same, you know, season and temperature throughout the entire school year. yeah, and there's <laughs> an amazing beach. Danny, Sandy, m- making sandcastles, waves. There's a sunset. Sandy's like, I'm so sad I'm going back to Australia and may never see you again. <laughs> Except her voice pseudo, sounds like beautiful. british accent. <laughs> yeah. And Danny's like, Sandy. They make out. There's like, you know, you can sense the love between them. And she's like, don't spoil it. And he's like, no, I'm making it better. And basically, it's like they've had a whirlwind romance this summer. They have Mm -hmm. to part ways. And she asks him if this is the end. And he says, it's only the beginning.
1: And that is when we get... The animated title sequence, which I love. I think every movie should have an animated title sequence. Personally, I think it's an underused device. It's pretty good. Yeah, yeah. It's so fun. And we have uh Frankie Valley singing, crease Grease with the Wood. It's so good. Um, the only thing that so during this title sequence they have like you know all the, the animated caricatures of the like main cast mm-hmm. the one that they use for Rizzo is it's so horrible. rude it's rude it's so as fuck mean. I agree they make her look insane I'm like how dare you do this to soccer Channing I can't believe it horrible but you know, after this lovely title sequence, we go back into reality. We're at Rydell High. It's the first day of school. After summer, we see Kenndiy, Sonny, Duty, and Putsy. <laughs> these names, my God. They are, like, fooling around in the schoolyard talking about their summers. Super weird that they're talking about their summers. Like, they have not seen each other since the last day of school. Yeah. I'm like, you're friends. You all live in the same town. What's going on? Yeah, where have you been? (laughs) They're like, it's exposition time. Quick, what did everybody do over their summers? Mm -hmm. And Kanicki says that he was working all summer to save up for a car. And then the boys are like, hey, look, it's Danny. And we see John Travolta just turn around (laughs) cigarette hanging out of the mouth perfectly coiffed pompadour and he comes over and they're like what'd you do this summer danny he's like i spent a lot of time at the beach and kaniki is like how was the action down at the beach man (laughs) and danny says that he met this really cool chick you know
0: She's pretty cool. Ooh. And who else shows up at Rydell High School? <gasps> Sandy. She's walking in with her cousin, Frenchie. Are they cousins? Yeah. I didn't know that. I never put that together. I'm pretty sure.
1: I mean, we could just do a quick check. I just have never even thought about it. I assume they were like neighbors or something.
0: Okay. Maybe you're right because she said in, – in the Wikipedia article it says – Um, After Sandy's parents decide not to return to Australia, she enrolls at Rydell and befriends Frenchie.
1: Yeah. I think they just are, like, neighbors or something like that.
0: Yeah. But she walks in with Frenchie, and she's like, Frenchie, do I look okay? I'm really nervous. (laughs) And Frenchie's like, yeah, yeah, like, you look fine. Rizzo rides up in her pink car with Jan and Marty. They're all wearing their pink lady jackets. They're stoked to be seniors. Rizzo just puts on her jacket, puts on her sunglasses. She's like, let's go get them, ladies.
1: This year, they're going to rule the school. <laughs> so we go into like the main office. The teachers are like talking about their first day. One of them is like, oh, I have Kaniki again. And the other one's like, oh, he's been here longer than I have. And I'm like, is Kaniki, <gasps> in fact, canonically, like, 27 years old yeah because
0: he looks it
1: but yeah uh sandy goes up to the front desk and she's like i'm new where should i go and that's when principal mcgee gives her some forms to fill out
0: Mm -hmm. in the hallway the bell rings the t-birds stroll down the hall sunny's like i'm not taking no crap from nobody this year especially (laughs) principal mcgee who is right behind him she comes up to him and she's like Sonny, what are you up to? And he's like, I'm taking a walk. And she's like, oh, are you dawdling before class? And he's like, "Uh, no, ma'am. I mean, yes, ma'am. I mean, uh." and she's like, what about if you stay after school and bang erasers, maybe that'll put you on the right track? And he's like, yes, ma'am. And she walks away. Danny, like, mocks him. And he's like, wow, I'm really glad you didn't take any of her crap. (laughs) And there's like a t- throughout this movie, there's a lot of like fist biting and like flipping yeah. off, like Why giving the bird, yeah. <laughs> Why I with the like thing where you put your hand in your the crux of Maybe your like arm, your elbow, yeah. yeah. So they before before finally heading to class, they do one more act of you know negligence or whatever, and they bully <laughs> Eugene, and then poor Eugene, I know, really gets the shit. Just I don't know, not kicked thrown out of him, him, but like yeah, the shit thrown <laughs> at him. That's exactly it. Yeah. And then before we head to our next scene, we get one last shot of the hallway. Sandy is running down, just not sure where to go.
1: So Principal McGee hops on the loudspeaker to give the morning assignments with Blanche, who's like the like office assistant, receptionist, whoever is like hitting the little xylophone. I love Blanche. <laughs> She's
0: hilarious this whole movie (laughs) she is really funny
1: yeah so mcgee talks about how they have their first pep rally on friday um also the tv broadcast national bandstand is coming to rydell high Mm. to like film their their high school dance and they will be representatives of you know american high schools
0: yeah so at lunch, Rizzo and Marty join Jan, and Jan's like, ooh, Rizzo, Zuko was looking pretty good this morning, and Danny Zuko, for context, mm-hmm. and then a friend, she comes over and introduces Sandy to the girls. Rizzo, picking up on the accent, decides to bully her and's like, how are things <laughs> down under? Rizzo <laughs> is so mean, <laughs> like, does not give a fuck. She's fine. She's not like really awful but she definitely likes to play in a in a mean way yeah then patty simcox comes over she's like i'm running for student council vice president she's on the dance committee she's miss goody two shoes and she introduces herself to sandy she's like i really hope you'll try out for the cheerleading team and frenchie asks rizzo like as an aside, if she thinks Sandy could maybe be one of the pink ladies. But Rizzo is very skeptical because Sandy is like a little nun. She is super nice and quiet and not really pink lady material. She looks too pure to be pink. Mm -hmm. Meanwhile,
1: at the bleachers, the t birds are all hanging out. They are making fun of Tom, I think Chisholm, is that his last name?
0: Yeah, Tom Chisholm.
1: Yeah, they're make. he's one of the football players. They're making fun of him. He, like, gets his
0: foot caught on his helmet. <laughs> I yeah. was like, are you, are you kidding me? You didn't notice there was a helmet there, and you got your foot stuck in it? Well, it makes sense why later on <laughs>
1: Coach Calhoun talks about how they have a seven-season slump. Mm-hmm. Not the best uh, football players at this school, but a lot of funding for the sports, as we will see later on. True. But, you know, Kaniki talks to the guys about this hot girl at registration, and they're like, oh, well, her jug's bigger than Annette's. And he's like, nobody's jugs are bigger than Annette's. <laughs> it's so weird how everyone is talking in this, like, these, like, Italian, like, New Jersey, New Jersey accents, but supposedly yeah. it's California. But they look over to see Potsy is looking up this girl's skirt. <laughs> yeah duty yells over the girls like oh my god and runs away and they're like hey danny like tell us about what you did at the beach like tell us about like all the chicks blah blah blah
0: da-da,
1: da-da, so we lead into
0: <sighs> summer
1: nights oh my god the best karaoke duet song in existence.
0: very true the pink ladies ask sandy about her summer and she's like well i met a boy at the beach <laughs> and oh, is that Rizzo? You hold your cookies yeah. all the way to the beach for some guy. Yeah. And Sandy was like, he was special, Riz. And Rizzo's like, there's no such thing. They go in. To you the song, mm-hmm. they're sitting by the beach. They have their own versions for Sandy. It's incredibly romantic. There was a, a serious connection for Danny. It's all sexual, and he's all fucking horned up. <laughs> all the T-birds are horned up to the max. It's absolutely <laughs> it, because they're like in their late twenties. Yeah. <laughs> so they they go on. They say their songs. In the end, we get oh, those summer nights, and I love the picture yeah. of them side by oh, side yeah. oh, in the sky. Yeah, the like, kind of split screen, but it's just exactly. Olivia Newton-John like ghostly. Yes, <laughs> yes. And yeah. after the song ends, the pink ladies ask about this guy. Jan says, he sounds really nice, and Rizzo's like, true love, and he didn't lay a hand on you. Sounds like a creep to me. Sandy is like, no, he was a real gentleman. So Frenchie asks for his name. And Sandy's like, Danny Zuko. <gasps> oh, my. So Rizzo
1: immediately shuts up the girls who are giggling and is like, you know what? I think he sounds peachy keen. And, you know, maybe if you believe in miracles, Prince Charming will show up again somewhere unexpected. Come on, girls. And they go off shady, shady. I don't get why Frenchie goes along with it though, because Frenchie yeah. is like consistently a good friend to Sandy. But I guess they are new friends, whereas her and Rizzo have been friends for years. I was also wondering that. It's like you're not gonna tell her, yeah. But in any case, we fast forward to the pep rally, which leads me to believe because the pep rally is on what Friday. They've gone a whole week, and Danny and Sandy have not run into each other in this. What I assume is
0: pretty small school. Well, that's because he's taking, like, remedial English, and Sandy seems like (laughs) she cares about her grades. That's true. But we're
1: at the pep rally. You know, Sandy is on the cheerleading squad. All the girls Mm -hmm. are cheering. Uh, Principal McGee gets up, introduces Coach Calhoun. Meanwhile, Sandy and Tom, the football player, are having a little flirt flirt. He Ew. this is the closest that he gets to having a line in this movie, which is where he mouths Tom. <laughs> He mouths, Hey, how are you to her and she's like fine coach calhoun is doing his whole speech trying to like rev up the crowd he's like we're gonna take them and tear them and rip them and rip them to shreds and then we're gonna slaughter him And just like describing all the ways they're gonna kill the other team yes very vividly and says when they come back they're gonna ring that victory bell
0: like they always wanted to absolutely The boys are just fucking around the parking lot and Danny's like, be cool, be cool. (laughs) When Kanicki rolls up with his hunk of a junk car, we're talking old, drove it off the junkyard lot. It's there are no seatbelts. Yeah. Then the scorpions roll up and Danny says, if they want trouble, they're going to be ready for them. (laughs) Like, don't know what happened between The scorpions and the T-birds, but they're not into each other. They got beef. Exactly. Cut back to Sandy and the pink ladies. After Sandy cheers, they tell her that they have a surprise for her. Sandy, being naive, trusts them. And she's like, oh, okay. Okay, ladies. And (laughs) they take her over to where the T-birds are and – have her basically like behind them and then they open up to show her danny (gasps) who at first is so excited he's like sandy and she's like danny i thought you went back to australia yeah they (laughs) are so excited to see one another and then he's like i mean yeah that's cool that's cool that's cool that's cool (laughs) you know rocking and rolling Rolling. (laughs) Sandy's like, "Danny, what's the matter with you?" And he's like, "What's what's the matter with me? What's the matter with you?" <laughs> oh and Sandy's like, "You're a fake and a phony and I I wish I never laid eyes on you." And throws her pom-poms down and walks away. Oh my god. And after she leaves, we see Rizzo's face. Oh my god. Eyes evil blazing with flames and she looks at Danny. Danny's feeling remorseful, but Rizzo looks like she's like smelled blood. Yeah. And she's like a shark in the water.
1: That I would be terrified to be on the receiving end of that look. Agreed. <laughs> oh my gosh. Also, I just want to take a moment cuz I never really thought about this until I was watching it this time. Yeah. The the logistics of how Sandy's family decided not to go back to Australia. Like, they left everything they have in Australia.
0: I was just – In my own head, I was actually thinking about that, and I was like, oh, you know, like, maybe they – took a, a quick trip back and then they decided to go back or maybe maybe she's staying with a family friend right now and they're gathering their things in Australia yeah. I was like there has to be an explanation and like I I can't even imagine how
1: expensive it would be to to ship all of your belongings from Australia yeah, what do your to- parents
0: do that they're like yeah. you know we've had so much fun in America let's
1: stay We're going forever going to stay- <laughs> Oh yeah, like what's the visa situation? Like there I have so many questions. So many. But we never get any answers, so it doesn't really matter. <laughs> but Sandy is, you know, distraught over realizing this guy she thought was amazing is a little bit of
0: a douche. A troll, yeah.
1: Yeah, she starts to cry, and Frenchie comforts her, and she's like, oh, Sandy, don't cry. Men are rats. Listen to me, they're fleas on rats. Worse, they're, they're amoebas on fleas on rats. They're too low for even the dogs to bite. The only- <laughs> I hate this line. <laughs> The only man a girl can depend on is her
0: daddy. Except she has, like, this whole Tweety Bird thing going on. She's yeah, like, I, like, can't even do it. The only man a girl can depend on is her daddy. It's, <laughs> but it's not even like that. It's, like, that was more, pretty good. Oh, thank you. I would actually love to be Frenchie for Halloween. I think that'd be a really oh, fun yeah. costume. That would be a very cute costume. The only man a girl can, wear, can like, depend on wig. is her daddy. So, gotta, gotta perfect this now that I've decided oh, yeah. to be her. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Um, yeah,
1: so F- Frenchie then invites Sandy to a sleepover at her house tonight. And Sandy's like, yeah.
0: So at the sleepover, Jan <laughs> – the first <laughs> haunting image we see is Jan knowing every single word to this Ipana toothpaste commercial. Yeah. She's like, brush them, brush them, brush em, <laughs> da da, da. Yeah. <laughs> Then the girls are like, let's get cigarettes. And Frenchie gives them all a cigarette – Sandy tries it. She starts choking. Another (laughs) – I know that everyone smoked in this era. Like, that's not Mm – it's regular. But another reason to feel like you're watching 30-year-olds is that they all take out the cigarettes. And they're like (laughs) – So, (laughs) of course, Sandy, being a goody two-shoes, like, chokes on the cigarette. Mm -hmm. And Rizzo's like, ah, we should have told you not to inhale. (laughs) And Frenchie teaches her how to do the French inhale, which is how – she got her nickname. The other girls are like, uh-huh. Uh-huh. That's, yeah, that was it. Then Rizzo pulls out alcohol. Oh. So leveling up very quickly. <laughs> it's from zero to 100. Yeah. They offer it to Sandy. She reluctantly takes a sip. And then a friend, she's like, I know what we should do next. <laughs> Sandy, let me pierce your ears. Yeah. Body modifications. <laughs>
1: oh, my God. There is no disinfectant involved. In fact, she infects the the pin because she takes it and licks it and then just shoves it right in her ear. Like, you thought the parent trap was bad? This is next level.
0: Yeah. They didn't – I don't know if they knew about, like, antibiotics at this (laughs) time. It wasn't that long ago. (laughs) There actually wasn't modern medicine when this movie was made.
1: Yeah. This was actually shortly after uh, the caveman era. But – so Frenchie – shoves this needle in sandy's ear sandy screams and Frenchie's like oh sandy why don't i bring you into the bathroom my parents will kill me if i get blood on the carpet i don't know why i said carpet so weird anyways sandy feels sick to her stomach rizzo's like oh it's okay if she screws up she can just fix your hair so that your ears don't show and they bring her into the bathroom That's when Marty pulls out this beautiful, like, kimono that was sent to her. Oh, it's so cool. Yeah. It was a gift from Bobby in Korea. He's a Marine, one of her many, many boyfriends. So they gush about it, and she pulls out her
0: giant wallet just, like, filled with pictures of all of her, like, (laughs) Marine pen pals. Yeah. Frenchie comes out of the restroom and says that Sandy's feeling sick, and Jan is like, oh, you're not touching my ears. That's when Frenchie tells her she's been accepted into Furry. How is it? Furry yeah. beauty school, and she just talks about how it's not dropping out. It's a strategic career move. Then hands Sandy her toothbrush,
1: and then we get the amazing song.
0: Sandra D. <sighs> Rizzo puts on
1: the blonde wig. She starts singing. They're just like making fun of Sandy, but also so none of it is. None of it is untrue. Yeah. (laughs) There are no lies in this song. (laughs) But yeah, Stalker Channing is incredible. Uh, One thing that I did find out that is super creepy. So there's this one lyric where she's like, Elvis, Elvis, let me be. Keep that pelvis far from me. Yeah. They shot that the day that Elvis died.
0: Oh, my gosh.
1: That's so spooky. Yeah. Very spooky. Very spooky. But yeah, basically, all the girls get like sucked in. They're wearing these mm-hmm. wigs. They're making fun of like wholesome goody two shoes, Sandra D. And Sandy does come out and sees this whole scene. And she's like, Are you making fun of me, Riz? And Rizzo takes off the wig. And she's like, Some people are just so touchy. <laughs> Amazing delivery from Stalker Channing.
0: Yeah. Then we cut to the T-Birds who pull up outside of Frenchie's house so Danny can talk to Sandy. But all the guys are doing – are just, like, making fun of them. They're all drinking. Yeah. And they're like, oh, Sandy, Sandy. Frenchie and the other girls catch wind of this. Frenchie's like, if they come in here, my parents are going to kill me. So Rizzo decides to climb out the window down the vines and – And meet the the guys. She's like, I got to get my kicks somehow, ladies. And just goes for it. (laughs) So she gets down there and Kaniki and Rizzo start flirting. Mm. Rizzo's like, Danny, what's up? And he's like, looking good, Riz. And she tells him to eat his heart out. But he's like, nah, sloppy seconds aren't my style.
1: Yeah, we don't get a lot of info on this, like, Danny Rizzo yeah. backstory. It's, it's also referenced, like, earlier on where she's like, that's ancient history. And I'm like, what went down there? I want to know. Seems like
0: uh, Danny Suka has dated every girl in this town.
1: Yeah. Meanwhile, back in Frenchie's bedroom... Sandy is talking to Marty, and she's like, I don't know what I saw in him. And Marty's like, don't stress, honey. Take one of mine. And gives her, like, her Rolodex of photos. So Sandy asks Marty how she keeps up with all of these guys. And Marty says, I'm a terrific pen pal, hopelessly devoted to each and every one.
0: So Rizzo is in the car with Kanicki. He starts driving off. The engine sputters. And Rizzo's like... What do you think? This is a gangbang? And Kaniki's like, get out of here. So, Duty, Putsy, and Sunny all have to get the frick out so that Rizzo and Kaniki take a hike, kids. Mm -hmm. And they drive off. I keep almost calling her Lizzo.
1: It like, I keep almost. I want that remake to happen. Oh my God, I would die. That'd be insane. I love that. Did you, slight tangent, but did you watch the like Grease? Live musical that they did like a few years ago. Who was the leading in that? Julianne. It was Julianne huff and Aaron Tveit. I remember that happening, but I certainly did not watch it. I did watch it. It was the only one of those like live musicals that I've actually. I think I watched the Hairspray one too. But Vanessa Hudgens was Rizzo, mm-hmm. and she was actually pretty good in my opinion. Oh, and wow. they also they did it. It was like the same week that her like father passed away or something like there was like a death in her family like that week and when she did there are worse things i could do it was like it was very vulnerable
0: so i enjoyed that performance i think she's actually a a quite versatile actor because she was like you know high school musical she was actually um like a homeless pregnant teenager in another movie that i thought was really moving definitely wonder if she'll be in more like critically acclaimed things. I hope so. I'm I'm ready for the Vanessa, the Va- the Vanessa songs. Yeah, the Vanessa songs.
1: Yeah. So, meanwhile, back inside the house, Sandy asks Marty for some of her stationery because Marty is writing a letter to one of her many suitors. So Marty gives her a piece of paper, but first sprays it with perfume, <laughs> very Elle Woods. and. Sandy goes off. She goes outside and sings probably my favorite song in this musical, Helplessly Devoted to You. It's a ballad. It's, I I like don't even want to describe it because like everyone should know it. But you know, she's singing about how even though her head is like, no, this man is bad for you, she can't help it. She still loves him. And boy, do I relate to that. Yeah. So it's just a beautiful moonlight ballad uh towards the end she looks in the kiddie pool she sees danny's face also made me think of bet on it from high school musical mm-hmm. when Troy seeing his reflection and sandy just puts the the stationary
0: into the water swirls it around yes cut to make out point where can Nikki- I keep wanting to say Kanaki. Um, <laughs> Kanaki and Rizzo have gone to Makeout Point, and they are making out in his car. They go into the back seat. She's like, "Call me by my first name." And he's like, "Betty, Betty." And she's like, "Do you have a condom?" And he's like, "Oh yeah, my little twenty-five cent insurance policy. <laughs> it is broken." Mm-hmm. And she's like, "How did it break?" And he's like, well, I got it in the seventh grade. Uh, Whoa! a <laughs> This man's a virgin. Yeah, talking a big game out here for no experience. Yeah. And Arizzo's like, oh, what the hell? <laughs> then, in a, the worst timing ever, Leo from the rival gang of the Scorpions, mm-hmm. Leo hits Kanaki's car. These names... <laughs> <laughs> Leo hits Kaneki's car. You're having a bit of a time. As Rizzo's like, am I about to have a baby? So really <laughs> shitty moment here.
1: Well, he has night blindness because he's 58
0: years old. <laughs> he, can't, he can't be driving at night. <laughs> oh, that's so harsh. But uh, Cha-Cha is also <laughs> in the car with Leo. And basically Kaneki is like, are you freaking kidding me? Like you're paying for this. And... Leo's like, all right, I'll give you 25 cents for the whole car. It is a pretty bad car. It's a pretty messed up car.
1: The worst part he he says,
0: including your chick. Just fucking brutal. Devastating. Yeah. Then he, he drives off laughing. So this, Ugh, yeah, this means war.
1: Meanwhile, at the, like the auto shop at school
0: mm-hmm.
1: uh, the T-Birds are you know checking out Kinnicky's car they're like oh we gotta push this dent out but like the real issue is this rubber band engine and like the other T-Birds are making fun of the car but Danny is like I'm sorry what do you guys drive? nothing, nothing. that's right and he's like come on guys like this car could be systematic <gasps> it's hydromatic high- dramatic. <sighs> Why could be Grease Lightning? Go 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 go! go. This song—it shocked me because I haven't seen this in like uh, some time, maybe like two or three years. John Travolta's singing voice
0: is so much lower he than his speaking voice. He said, wah, wah, wah. "Let me sink Let me sink into it." <laughs> wah, wah, wah. <laughs>
1: 'Cause he's up so high when he's like, Well, it could be Grease Lightning and then goes,
0: yeah. I'm on it, a- I was like, Whoa, yeah. this is You're at the Dakota mile <laughs>
1: <laughs> But yeah, they they sing Grease Lightning Uh, Obviously an amazing bop. It also goes into this kind of like dream sequence world where they're in this like all white like body shop. Everyone's wearing like the silver jumpsuits. There's the choreographed dance numbers. Um, There's this really great moment when the boys like pass hair gel back and uh, Danny squeezes it into Knicky's hands and he like shakes in his hair and does like the combing and then everyone starts like combing their hair. It's very cool. John Travolta is lowered from the ceiling on an engine. Oh like, it's insane. There's also one moment that I never understood before where he takes this, like, saran wrap and rubs it on his crotch and then runs around with it. And I was like, that's weird. I don't understand that, but whatever. Apparently, it's a reference to condoms. Like, you got to wrap it before you ta- – like, that's what the wow. that moment is supposed to be. Wow. Clever. <laughs> well – convoluted for me but the sad thing about this scene that uh like i can't not see it when i see it but while they were filming this jeff conway was actually like dropped on his back by like one of the other dancers like he was injured (gasps) oh my gosh and because of that injury he was prescribed like medication and that led to his like lifelong addiction that ultimately contributed to his death which is like so tragic and horrible
0: can you see the moment that he's dropped in this scene no no
1: it's not okay i don't think it ever like has i don't think that footage has seen the light of day but yeah he was injured and that's what like led to his addiction which is so sad that's so
0: awful uh yeah That's so haunting. Wow. Mm -hmm. It reminds me of those crazy YouTube videos that you find. It's like, did you see this secret scene in The Wizard of Oz? Yeah. But in the next scene, um, we get another Jeff Conway moment. It's Kaneki and Danny. They're outside this ice cream parlor, and they see the scorpions drive by in their souped-up car Mm -hmm. with flames and, like, these – rupturing engines that keep sparking <laughs> Yeah, Kinnicky is like damn those scorpions are asking for it but Danny is really non-responsive he's kind of off in his own world and Kinnick is like hey are you still thinking about that girl? Danny's like nah 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 <laughs> so they go inside to talk to the other t-birds about an illegal street race that they're planning Ooh. but who else is inside? sandy and tom <gasps> on a little date oh my god yeah yeah they
1: definitely clock each other immediately mm-hmm. and sandy is like hey tom do you want some new music can i have some money thank you Money thieves <laughs> I'm gonna need some and- <laughs> money
0: Come on Cup it up Yeah So she goes over To the jukebox Walks
1: like right past The T-Birds And Danny's like I'll be right back And takes like The long way Around the diner So he can like Go and talk to Sandy Meanwhile he's like Accosted by Patty Simcox Who's like Hey Danny Like wanna hang out This weekend Call me And he's like I cannot talk to you Right now mm-hmm. So He goes up to Sandy At the jukebox and he's like, hey, Sandy, you know, like, I've really been, I've been meaning to talk to you, you know, I just wanted to uh, apologize for the way that I acted at the bonfire, like, that was terrible. He's like, you know, I, it wasn't me, like, it was me, but it wasn't me. And she's like, you know, that's why I'm so glad that Tom is such a simple person and gives him, like, a little wave. And Danny is like, yeah, simple. He's His brains are in his biceps. And so Sandy turns to him. And she's like, "Well, what have you ever done?" Ooh, good question. Oh, and he's like, "I could run circles around those guys." Like, don't make. There's this really great moment where John Travolta goes like, "Don't make me laugh." <laughs> it's like the characterization he has for Danny is like so delightful for me to watch.
0: It's really funny. Yeah.
1: Um, but she's like, "Well, I'll believe that when I see it." And walks away. And he's like <laughs> like laughing to himself in his John Travolta way.
0: Yeah. So what does he decide to do? He goes to the school gym in his full T-Bird getup, smoking a cigarette. And Coach Calhoun says, first rule, cut it down to two packs a day. <laughs> then he asks what kind of sports <laughs> he's interested in. And first he'll have to change his clothes. So – Danny gets into uniform, fully jacking these shorts <laughs> up, and uh, up, up, and away. So we see um, Danny try basketball. Doesn't go too well. He doesn't understand the dribbling concept at first, and then he tries to retain the ball. It's stolen from him. He punches the guy with the ball. His response automatically is to like punch whoever has thing in the sport so not not for him mm-hmm. um so the coach is like oh wrestling
1: yeah so <laughs> coach calhoun puts danny against this guy who is in no way in his weight class not at all. like this guy is huge and is like very built so danny is immediately obliterated and they're like okay let's switch positions and i am obsessed with this walk that john travolta has like adopted as danny this like you can't see what i'm doing because this is a podcast but this like swagger little walk that he does to hype himself up Mm -hmm. he tries to wrestle again once again immediately obliterated so danny ends up like hitting the guy in the chest once again his go-to move Mm -hmm. and coach calhoun is like oh he's a hitter so they try out baseball and Danny, like, immediately gets psyched out by the catcher, like, talking shit. He does actually manage to, like, hit the ball, but it's a foul. So he turns around is about to start throwing hands with the umpire. He, yeah. like, pulls his mask and snaps it back on his face. And Calhoun is like, okay, maybe we should try something non-contact, like track. And Danny's like, what, like, running? And he's like not like running it needs endurance long distance running <laughs> and danny's like yeah yeah that that could be cool that could be cool
0: the next scene we have is danny trying out track and field the coach suggests cross-country running and again who is happens to be there watching sandy <gasps> in the bleachers with tom danny is running on the track he sees her so he's like sprinting along, jumping over hurdles, and does end up falling. Yeah, Sandy comes over to make sure that he's okay. And Danny asks if she's still going out with that jog strap and if he's taking her to the dance. And Sandy's like, well, that all depends on you. (laughs) So Danny waves to Tom, who's completely oblivious. (laughs) And Sandy and Danny actually walk (laughs) off together.
1: Yeah. He's like, Tom can go stag. (laughs) So then Danny and Sandy, they have a little date night. They show up to the diner, but Danny wants to leave as soon as he sees his friends in there, which I don't know why he wouldn't have thought of that in the first place, but whatever. Yeah. Uh, Eventually he gives in. They go into the diner, but Danny just, like, quickly rushes them into, like, a table in the back, sets up the menu so that no one can see them. And, like, I know that the reason that he's doing this is because, like, he doesn't want his friends to, like, n- see the way that he acts when he's around Sandy, which is more so, like, the real him. But it does come off as, like, that he's embarrassed to be seen with her. Absolutely. Which sucks. I would be like, I would, I would be so hurt. Yeah. So, you know, they're sitting behind their little menu partition. Vi, the waitress, comes over. Danny orders a burger and, like, a soda and some ice cream. And Sandy's like, I'll have the same. And he's like oh my god, you can eat? She's not like the other girls. (laughs) I roll, but it was the 50s, so whatever. Um, That's when Kaniki comes over and pulls the menus apart and burps. It's like, hello. He literally opens by burping. I can't. (laughs) I have to wonder if that was in the script or if that was just like a Jeff Conway flourish. But Mm -hmm. yeah, the whole gang comes over. They push a bunch of tables together so they can all hang
0: out. They talk about splitting desserts, and they're like, ah, oh, soon French will be able to take us all out in her work and girl income. And Rizzo's like powdering her hickeys. She's like, Oh, I have so many of these people will think I'm a leper. And Kanicki's like, a hickey from Kanicki is like a Hallmark card. There's a lot of
1: banter happening. <laughs> Did you know that those are real, those are real hickeys that Jeff Conway gave her? I
0: read that on the trivia, yeah. Yeah. So insane. Yeah. So Sandy Thinking everything is very chill, invites Danny over for tea with her parents on Sunday, and he's like, "I don't drink tea," and she's like, "Haha, you don't have to drink tea." Um, and Danny's like, "I don't like parents." And then Sandy's like, "Okay, this guy's being an asshole again." Mm-hmm. But Gianni, Gianni, Jan and Putsy start talking. He talks about how there was always more to her. I can't even stand this line. They have a Insane. really weird conversation about <laughs> – Yeah. Like they're talking about food or something, right? He offers to like uh,
1: buy them a dessert and she's like, no, I don't want any. And he's like, you're a cheap date. And yes, she's exactly. like, oh, that's whatever a girl wants to hear. And he's like, no, I, I didn't mean that. I meant this. And she's like, I understand.
0: And he's like, I always thought you were very understanding. Yeah. And she's like, thank you. I feel like I am. And he's like, there's more to you than just fat. And she's like, wow, I really appreciate that. It's so weird. It's
1: so weird. Like, I, like, don't even want to begin to unpack this because there's so much wrong with that one line. But, like, this woman is a size six, maybe. They try so hard to make her look like fat that they put her in
0: just like layers. Yeah, I didn't get that. I did I honestly, this is the first time watching it that I was like, oh, she's supposed to be bigger. And I guess she's like snacking, but what? It's such a weird it's so weird. Yeah, it's it's very odd. So Marty dips, she's like, I gotta go study for my algebra test. Sunny offers to be her armed escort home. She says, it's not your arms I'm worried about. It's your hands. L-O-L. Yikes. <laughs> 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 then Jan and Putsy decide to go to Jan's house to have some of her mom's apple pie and duty leaves too. So it's just Sandy, Danny, a Frenchie, and Rizzo and Kaneki. Mm-hmm. Sandy tells Danny that she's a little nervous about the dance off. What if the dancing is different um, than Australia? And Rizzo says some snide comment like, oh, you think we don't have the kangaroo punch or something? Yeah, the kangaroo bop, something like that. Yeah. Then Danny asks Sandy to leave. They dip. Kanicki's like, I'm stuck with the check again. Rizzo, give me money. (laughs) He's so (laughs) abrasive. And Rizzo just looks at him and he's like. You have the personality of a wet mop. (laughs) And then Kaniki starts getting mad. He's like, what's up with you tonight? It's a whole argument. And she ends up throwing this strawberry milkshake in his face. It splashes on Frenchie. Rizzo's like, that's it. I'm leaving. I'm done. So Kaniki also
1: leaves. It's just poor Frenchie who is collateral damage in this Mm -hmm. milkshake assault. Uh, she's trying to clean herself up. Vi, the waitress, comes back over to clean up and, like, check on Frenchie. And she's like, oh, you know, it's it's near closing time. And Frenchie's like, do you mind if I hang out for a little longer? And Vi's like, sure. So Frenchie takes off this, like, scarf she's had on her head the whole time. Mm-hmm. Her hair is fluorescent pink. Vi is like, sweetie, I hate to be the one to tell you this, but your hair looks like an Easter egg. And Frenchie's like, oh, Yeah. I had a little trouble in tinting class and Frenchie reveals that she's had a little trouble in all of her classes and she has in fact dropped out of beauty school and she's like I wish I had a guardian angel who could just tell me what to do and Vi's like if you find him give him my number and that is when we get the amazing song, Beauty School Dropout.
0: Sung by who? <gasps> Frankie Avalon. In a beautiful dream sequence with many uh, curlers involved and like oh, the yeah.
1: salon chairs. I love the styling of the scene. It's like so
0: delightful to the eye. Yeah, for sure. The next day at school, Kaneki and Rizzo have a look. Okay, so <laughs> that's, you know, that's what's happening right now. Danny asks, oh, yeah, okay, I remember this now because Rizzo just like passes by and Kaniki yeah. looking out. Um, they're setting up the equipment for the national bandstand that's going to be broadcast from the gym. Yes. And Danny asks Kaniki if he's still going to the dance. Kaniki like, yeah, and I'm going to have the hottest date there. Marty complains to Rizzo about how the dance is the biggest thing to happen to Rydell High School, and they don't have dates. But Leo of the Scorpions drives Mm. by, and Rizzo smiles at him, and he stops, motions for them to get in their car, and Rizzo drags Marty into the car with Leo, (gasps) and they drive off together. Drama, drama,
1: drama. Oh, my gosh. So then – The dance is being all set up. Rizzo, Marty, they stroll in on whose arm?
0: Leo the Scorpion.
1: Also uh, obsessed with both of their dresses, particularly Rizzo's. Mm. The prom dress that I wore is like kind of similar to that, just in the sense that it is red and also a 1950s style, but hers is way cooler. (laughs) But he walks in, and he's, like, grabbing them by the neck. It was, like – It's pretty intense. Very intense for me. But Marty goes up to Sunny, and he tells her that she looks great and actually has, like, a gift to give her, which I never noticed until this time that he is like, holding a present for her. I think it's, like, a corsage. Yeah, yeah. But Marty is, like, oh, my God, is that Vince Fontaine? And Sunny (laughs) says something about him being ugly, and she's, like – absolutely not. He's the living end. Danny and Sandy show up and he's like, "You know, it's all about who you know. Like I'm friends with the cameraman. His name's Ted." <laughs> okay. Judy and Frenchy show up together. Uh she asks him how she looks. She's blonde now, and he's like, "You look like a beautiful blonde pineapple." Jan and Putsy show up together. He has chocolate bars hidden in his sleeves for them. I don't know. That Very happens. Cute. They just move past it. Yeah. And, you know, the kids have a couple of warm-up numbers before the live broadcast starts.
0: Yes. We hear rock and roll is here to stay. And, <laughs> you, and Christina is lamenting that she did not grow up in a time where there were partner dances because it looks so fun.
1: It does look fun. I would love to – like learn, like go to a swing dance class or something like that. that. It looks so fun.
0: Yeah. Um. Danny and Sandy are really like going to town. They're great dancers, and mm-hmm. this guy asks. Um. I think it's Putsy is asked who what their name's. Are. I think it's Duty. Oh, is it Duty? Whoever's with Frenchie. Yeah, it's Duty. He tells the host that it's Fred and Ginger. <laughs> Get it? Like Fred Astaire and uh, Ginger Rogers.
1: Yeah. So then the next song is Those Magic Changes. I actually really love the song. I listen to it, like, fairly frequently. But we see all these girls sitting on the bleacher, just, like, waiting for someone to ask them to dance. And unfortunately, I think if we lived in the Grease universe, uh, I would not be one of the pink ladies. I would not be one of the cheerleaders. I would probably be one of these girls, which <laughs> is sad for me. But luckily, I don't live in the 50s. But in any case, Sandy is worried about being camera shy, and Danny's like, no, we're going to be great, and he pulls her out to the dance floor. Rizzo and Leo are dancing together when they spot Kaniki and (gasps) Cha-Cha Di Gregorio, Leo's girl, together? Leo is ready to fight. He's about to go and clobber him when, oh, wow, I literally, I wrote Lizzo in the notes (laughs) when Rizzo... Pulls him back.
0: Yes. Danny is singing to Sandy, and she asks if he ever thought about singing professionally. Ha <laughs> LOL. <laughs> yeah. And Kaniki introduces Danny to Cha-Cha, but Danny immediately turns away. And it's very much implied that they already knew each other. Yes. And she's like, they call me Cha-Cha because I'm the best dancer at St. Bernadette's. (laughs) And then Frenchie says, as an aside, with the worst reputation. Yikes. Danny pulls Sandy back to the dance floor. And Sandy's like, who's Cha-Cha? And Danny's like, oh, just a girl I know. (laughs) Then Vince Fontaine... Predator number one goes up to Marty. Oh my God. She's like, Do your parents know I'm in your room every night over KZAZ? Oh God. It's very, <laughs> very weird. It's so creepy. And he says he's judging the dance contest, calls her a knockout. She tells him that her name is Marty Maraschino, like the cherry. <laughs> God. Blanche, the secretary, dances with Tom down this like oh line my God. <laughs> dance thing that they have, and she's like, "When the music starts, my feet just can't stop."
1: Oh, I love her. Actually, that's who I want to be in the Grease universe. I want to be Blanche. Yeah. So you know we have the song "Tears in My Pillow." They do the whole like dance down the. L- what is that called? When like people are in a line and then you dance in the middle. Oh, a soul train. There we go. Yes, they're doing a Soul Train thing. And Sandy, once again, asked Danny how he knows Cha-Cha. And he's like, oh, she's just an old family friend. Who cares? Lies. Eliza Minnelli. Then
0: we have the Rydell fight song. Mind you, the broadcast hasn't started. Yeah. This, <laughs> this is, is just all the preliminary <laughs> to the broadcast. Yeah. They play the Rydell fight song and... Principal McGee takes the stage. She tells them she's not judging the dance contest, but she thanks Patty and Eugene um, as the dance committee members um, for the beautiful decorations. And she tells them the whole nation will be watching Rydell High School, so everyone better be on their best behavior. Then she introduces Vince Fontaine, who arrives to the stage late because he is flirting with Marty. <laughs> Gross. Ah. You're a grown man. Mm -hmm. We also get the rules of the dance by Coach Calhoun, who says the couples must be boy-girl. If you're tapped on the shoulder, you have to leave the dance floor. And tasteless or vulgar dance moves will make you disqualified. Vince starts the countdown to the national bandstand airing. Yeah, he has that like classic...
1: 50s tv announcer like what do you say boys and girls here we are to have some fun yeah (laughs) yeah so the band starts playing you ain't none but a hound dog and all the students start dancing Mm -hmm. but they like immediately start mugging off to like the camera they're very excited all the waitresses at the diner are watching one of which is actually uh john travolta's sister Fun fact. Wow. And Sandy and Danny get, like, really close to the camera, but she's really camera shy. It's very cute, very, you know, endearing. And Vince Fontaine is like, all right, the dance-off is about to start. Like, he's announcing it to everyone. Mm -hmm. And then he, like, is like, hey, does everyone here know Marty? Like, a very weird moment. Yeah. I didn't like it, but whatever. I was
0: really – I was like, what the – like, what's happening right now? Yeah. So the next song is Hand Jive Born to Hand Jive Baby. baby. And Christina would like us to know she spent hours, (laughs) hours perfecting this dance in her room as a kid. Yeah, it's true. I love to hand jive. Mm -hmm. Danny shoes Vince Fontaine away from Sandy, and Judy and Frenchie get eliminated sunny is drinking just sad that his date with marty fell through yeah
1: this this scene is where i had this realization because i was watching it and i was like oh it's so like sad that there are no like really choreographed dances that like everyone knows how to do that they all do now and then i was like wait a second are tiktok dances the hand jive of 2021
0: Mm -hmm. like i guess so but that's so weird it is weird i was like wow but yeah, yeah, we also see Leo and Rizzo eliminated, and Leo and Kaniki start fighting before they break it up. And Cha Cha and Kaniki have their moment on the dance floor. It's a pretty good dance. I mm-hmm. think that the only difference between, because um, Danny and Sandy also look good together, I think the only difference is like yeah. Cha Cha has more flair. She's really getting the crowd riled up. Yes. But Eugene, Tom, and Patty are dancing. Pinnicky pulls up her dress. Yeah. And she runs off crying.
1: Ha ha ha. Hee hee hee. Just some
0: casual, you know, assaulting. Yeah. On on national television. So Sandy and Danny come in hot with their moves. Mm -hmm. Everyone's looking at them. Then, for some reason, Sunny pulls Sandy off to the side, and then Cha-Cha grabs Danny and starts dancing with him. Yeah. Totally commandeering the moment. Sandy's pissed off. Danny goes along with it. So yeah. So Sandy leaves the dance. Um, Cha-Cha and Danny light up the gym. They're going off. Everyone's eating it mm-hmm. up, and they end up winning the contest.
1: Yeah. While I do think that Cha-Cha is a better dancer than Sandy – I do think that her dress does like a solid 70% of the work.
0: Oh yeah. She's like flipping it around. <laughs> yeah. That has like the tool
1: underneath. It's like so dynamic to watch. So yeah. just the the dress, I think, is doing a lot of the the heavy work in this dance. Mm-hmm. But I never really understood why Sunny like drags Sandy off. Like, is it just that he's like drunk and is like, hey Sandy, like come here i don't know or like yeah that's what i insinuated yeah because i'm like he's not like in on it it's not like some grand conspiracy orchestrated by like cha-cha and sunny to get danny yeah it's just kind of like a weird moment but yeah they win the contest they have their spotlight dance to blue moon duty putsy and sunny however have a whole different plan they switch jackets and while they're dancing they go up to the camera and they moon uh america yeah i guess yeah and meanwhile the diner vi is like oh i wonder who that is on the left
0: So on the announcements the next day, Principal McGee is like, We have pictures of all you mooners, and just because they aren't of your faces does not mean we cannot identify you. We are currently sending these photos to the FBI, and they will be able to determine who <laughs> mooned America, whatever. Yeah, so after that, we go to the drive
1: in. The pink ladies are there, the T Birds are there. Danny and Sandy are in their own car. She is totally freezing him out. She's still upset about what happened. And he's like, come on, Sandy. Like, I apologize to you on the phone. Don't you believe me? And she's like, yeah, I do. I just think that you and Cha-Cha went together. And he's like, we didn't go together. We just went together. And she's like, it's the same thing. And he's like, no, it's not. But in order to smooth things over, he decides to try and pull off his ring. In the process of doing that, he accidentally uh. elbows her just right in the tit, which, not fun. But Danny does apologize at first before he has to, like, stifle his laughter. Because after all, he is, like, a 17-year-old boy. Mm-hmm. What can you expect? But he hands her his ring and is like, would you wear my ring? And she's like, yes, oh, my God, thank you, and kisses him on the cheek. And she's like, "I'm. this makes me so happy because now I know that you respect me. And he's and like he, – like, Uh,
0: Uh, but I do not but I do not that's where you're wrong you're wrong about that guess again bitch (laughs) unbelievable yeah but in the bathroom Riz very nonchalantly tells Marty she missed one for periods but like who knows like periods are so finicky and Marty's like oh my god is it Kanicky? and she's like no but don't tell anyone the rumor immediately spreads like wildfire, and Kaniki yeah. confronts her by the time she gets back yeah. to the car. It actually made me think of,
1: um, well, actually, there's a few Grease references in EZA that I didn't think about it oh. until watching this, but the the montage of, like, information traveling mm. around school at EZA is very reminiscent of the scene when That's a good point. it travels before Rizzo can even get to Kaniki.
0: Yeah, definitely. And... He hears this rumor. He's like, you should have told me. Yeah, I don't run away from my mistakes. And Rizzo's like, well, it was another guy's mistake. So you have nothing to worry about. Definitely, oh. like, would be his, I think. I think she just doesn't want to say yeah. so because he sucks. Absolutely. I did feel for him, though, in that
1: moment when like, – I think that Jeff Conway plays it really well when he, like, is clearly yeah. very hurt. And he's like, thanks a lot, kid, and walks away. I was like, oh. Yeah. Ouch.
0: There's a lot of depth to Kaneki's character, I think, more so than Danny. Totally, Yeah. I, I agree fully, yeah. Danny in the car tries to flirt with Sandy. He actually gets on top of her and she's like, Danny, stop it. And throws the ring back at him. It's like, you can keep it and leaves.
1: Yeah, she yells, you think I'd stay with you in this sin wagon? And throws the ring at him. Which is a, a wild line. But yeah, because he does the whole like fake sneeze mm-hmm. thing to like get his arm around her and like try and feel her up.
0: He like reaches his hand out there like a total
1: creep. Yeah. No, it's it's terrible. We then have this song that I absolutely hate and I literally skip it every time. This is probably the first time I've watched it in years. Um, stranded at the drive in, mm-hmm. aka Sandy. Yeah, it's basically just Danny being like, Oh, why did she leave? What happened? I'm like, because you tried to assault her. Uh, so maybe don't do that.
0: Yes, there's a very clear answer.
1: Yeah. Maybe when someone says no, you just listen and you don't. You say, well, keep trying to make out with her. Better them. drive her home, do something else tonight. Yeah. But there's also this like mid song monologue where he's like, Sandy, I hurt you real bad. And. <laughs> And I think it's, like, it's so cheesy. I, like, can't even do it. But, yeah, it's this whole song of Danny just being, like, a douche. And the only thing that I really like about it is the framing of the shot when he's sitting on the swing set. Mm -hmm. And behind him is, like, the drive-in screen. And it has all of, like, the go visit our, like, refreshments little snippets. And there's this one shot at the very end of the song where we see a hot dog jumping into a bun. And that was delightful. I loved that.
0: Cute. The next day at school, Sandy asks Riz if she's going to Motor Road to see the illegal street race. And she says no. But before Sandy leaves, she's like, hey, Rizzo, if you need anything, let me know. And Rizzo's like, I can take care of myself. But she does thank her because everyone's talking shit about her. It feels like no one's really on her side right now. Yeah. And then we get – an amazing song from Rizzo, Ugh. There Are Worse Things I Could Do, where she gets to talk about this double standard, mm-hmm. where it's not really about the double standard, it's more so just about her being like, you know, I did this thing, but there are worse things yeah. I could do.
1: I really love this song. I love getting to see this vulnerability to Rizzo. And I, now that I think about it, I you're absolutely right that like Kaniki and Rizzo are the
0: way more Complex, interesting characters. I agree, uh, like wholeheartedly. There are so many layers to Rizzo and Kaneki. Where from from what we just talked about Kaneki, and also later on when he's about to do the street race, mm-hmm. Rizzo between her outward, you know, really forceful demeanor, her relationship with Kaniki is really interesting mm-hmm. her relationship with her sexuality and being like more of a bold like woman is really interesting yeah also all the songs she does are so good totally like, look at me I'm Sandra Dee, Um there are worse things I could do So enthralling.
1: Absolutely. And especially when you look at it in the context of the 50s, like especially with her sexuality, seeing a girl being that like sexually bold, Mm -hmm. even though like, yeah, you should not have unprotected sex. Like don't do that. That's not good. But to see her see a girl in that time very actively wanting to like be sexual, I think is like pretty radical for the 50s. Yeah, I just, I love Rizzo's character. I love getting to see this vulnerability. I think that the lyrics of the, the the song are like very poignant, especially compared to the other music in the show, which is, you know, a little more general and like lighthearted, but there's a lot of depth to this song. So we finally get to the climax of the movie. Yes. The big race at Thunder Road. Leo and K'Nikki, they square up and Leo's like, we're racing for pinks. Pigs, ownership papers. (laughs) I cannot get over how old this man looks. In what world, in what world is this supposed to be a 17-year-old? I know. But we're suspending our disbelief. Cha-Cha gives Leo a necklace from her cleavage and they make out. Mm. Jan then finds a penny on the ground. So Marty is like, give me that. Gives it to Kaniki for good luck. She accidentally drops it and he bends over to pick it up. And gets hit in the head by the car
0: door. Totally concussed.
1: Yeah, it didn't look like that hard of a hit, but he goes like flying. Yeah, and is like knocked out. I've I've like hit my head many a time. I have cracked my head open twice, <gasps> oh and it gosh. took a lot more than a car door to do that. But that's the, those are other stories. I'm totally fine, no brain damage. But thank God, just can't do it again. Otherwise, there might be. But, oh my God in any case uh is is knocked out he's so lightheaded he finally like comes to obviously there's no way he can drive so he does agree to let danny drive in his place and then we see sandy stroll (laughs) up she goes to watch the race from the dis from a distance and you know danny gets into his car leo gets into the car the rules are there are no rules. Whoever makes it back after they round the bridge wins.
0: So Cha Cha gets up. She waves them off, and off they go. Yes. Yeah, so they race. They're racing away. Leo uses his modifications, which is like this saw, like poking out yeah. <laughs> of his freaking car to tear into the side yeah. of greased lightning. It's just superficial damage, like, doesn't really affect much. <laughs> yeah. um, they try to go for a wheel, which would, you know, fuck up the whole yeah. car, but um, they don't end up being able to. They turn around at the bridge. Danny gets in the lead. Leo tries to puncture the tire, but he loses a hubcap instead. Greased lightning is taking a toll, but it keeps on going. <laughs> then Danny zooms over the finish line when Leo gets stuck in some water. The way that the car actually, um, right before they finish the race, he like revs the car to go over. Kind of like, like turby, <laughs> fully loaded style to yeah. go in front of the other car. And I'm like... The way it lands, it's like, the car is destroyed. The axle is done. The suspension is broken. Like, it's no longer in use. These cars look like they're held together by, like... tape, Duct- <laughs> fr- Frosting. <Yeah>. Like... <laughs> I can't speak on it. Yeah. It's really bad. Yeah. So, you know, he wins. Everyone celebrates. Frenchie notices Sandy. And she runs over to her. Yeah. This... This one scene is the only thing that I can use to back up my like claim.
1: It's just (laughs) the only thing. My whole my whole claim about this movie being about Sandy like coming into herself and like her sexuality. But it's it's thin, I know it is, so I understand if people don't agree. But Sandy is sitting by herself and we hear, you know, the reprise of Sandra D. And she says, Look at me, there has to be something more than what they see. Wholesome and pure, oh, so scared and unsure, a poor man, Sandra D. Mm. So Frenchie runs over and she's like, Oh my God, he won. Like, Sandy, aren't you happy? And she's like, Not really, Frenchie, but I know a way that I could be. Will you help me? And Frenchie's like, Yeah, of course. So Sandy puts on her shoes, and we hear the song once again, and she says, Sandy, you must start anew. Don't you know what you must do? Hold your head high. Take a deep breath and sigh. Goodbye to Sandra D." So I see it as, like, she's breaking out of the, the societal expectations and, like, trying something new and, like, maybe discovering a new side of herself. But it's it's hard to back up. So it's hard. It's hard. It's hard out here. I just wish if they had sprinkled that in like once or twice more throughout the movie, I feel like it would mm-hmm. hold
0: a little bit better. Yeah. But um, yeah, the next thing we see is. Back at Rydell High School, Principal McGee making an announcement about the students' futures before commencement. She's like, maybe we have the next Nixon. Maybe we have the next um, Roosevelt in our midst. Yeah. And the students exit the school and they go to the Rydell Graduation Carnival that's set up in the football field. Amazing what um, the fuck it is an insane <laughs> carnival it looks so fun yeah Kaniki. yeah it, it looks like a blast Kaniki goes up to rizzo he's like how's your condition rizzo's like oh it was a false alarm they end up getting back together what
1: well <laughs> he
0: doesn't go up to her he yells at
1: her when she's on the ferris wheel you're right <laughs> and she screams I
0: not pregnant from the ferris wheel which is insane pretty bold pretty bold then danny comes up to his boys with his letterman jacket and he's mm-hmm. like well you guys were stealing hubcaps i was lettering in track uh-huh. <laughs> and they're like are you deserting us and he's like no but sandy means a lot to me i'll do whatever i need to do to get her and that's when sandy rolls up <gasps> looking like a Mm hottie smoking her cigarette and says tell me about it stud i know we're not supposed to love it but i love it sorry sorry
1: (laughs) i feel the feminism leaving my body as i watch this movie but i don't
0: care (laughs) how does it begin it's like tell me about it stud i got shoes multiplying Oh my gosh, I,
1: I freaking love this song. I cannot believe that it isn't in the original musical. Like, what is the ending song if not this? Wow, that is weird. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, they sang You're the One That I Want. Um, Olivia Newton-John is wearing her amazing outfit. She did have mm-hmm. to be sewn into those pants because they were so tight. I believe it, yeah. Yeah. You can also – we haven't really talked about this much, about like the chemistry between her and John Travolta – but he was, like, in love with her. Like, he had a huge crush on her while they were filming. She, was she older than him or something like that? She was 29, and he was, like, 23. Okay. 23, 24. It's mm-hmm. so not that much younger, but definitely quite a bit younger. Um, but he, like, was very, very into her. I think that she was with somebody, though. So, like, mm. they never they never dated. Nothing ever happened between them. They're still, like, very good friends to this day. Uh-huh. But... The chemistry is fully there. It's
0: very palpable, especially in yeah. this number. I, I definitely agree. They don't need to pretend. Mm-hmm. Like, it, it feels like it comes very naturally. And you can tell when he's, like, trying to make things right. Or he he always has to go back to her. Mm-hmm. He's just so in love with her.
1: Yeah, they, they go through this little, like, fun house. Uh, it's very saucy. Sandy is, like fully, like, sex goddess going for it. Yeah. And, you know, they have the the famous, like, little shimmy on, like, the Shake Shack little mm. tilting platform. Great use of space. Oh, yeah. It's so good. Oh, I love it. I love it.
0: And then the whole gang gets together. They're like, what do we do after graduation? What if we never see each other again? But Danny's like, that'll never happen. And... <laughs> What do we get next? A wop babalu up, a wop bam boom. <laughs> do, 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 do,
1: do, do. I love this song. Oh wow, we
0: go together.
1: I can't believe that I know all of the nonsense lyrics. I know all of the the gibberish. I
0: remember <laughs> in high school having to memorize the periodic table mm-hmm. for AP chemistry. Yeah. I couldn't do that. Did I memorize all my lines for multiple plays in the course of, like, too short of a period? Absolutely. Yeah. Could do that. Do I know all the lyrics to all these songs? Yeah. Why couldn't I be a doctor? (laughs) Why couldn't I use my brain for actual, you know, things that help people? Right. Like,
1: if my head wasn't so filled with garbage, how smart could I be? What is the like? I'm the limit does here. not exist. Yeah. <laughs> but instead, my brain is like, <laughs> we go together, like, lemme let a diggity dingy dong, <laughs> together forever,
0: like, bang 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 da bang da
1: bang. this is just another episode of us trying not to just do the whole musical for the whole episode but yeah i I mean i love this song the color palette is like so vibrant Mm, in this scene i really love like the costuming on because there's like a whole like dance break with all of the the dancers they do a really great job it's so fun to watch Also, I never really noticed it until this time, but I love the outfit that Rizzo is wearing in this carnival scene. She has these, like, pink little shorts and, like, a red top and, like, some heels. She looks so cool. It's, like,
0: a great summer fit. If you're not dressing like Rizzo this summer, what are what are you doing? But, yeah, so dance line as everyone gets their yearbook. And then Danny and Sandy drive up in a beautiful red car. And the car just takes off right into the sky, <laughs> and yeah, that is Greece, pretty <laughs> wild. <laughs> Who thunk up this one?
1: It's it's insane. We all know it. It's you know, it's problematic. It's sexist. Like this, none of this is a new take at all. Yeah,
0: but I just I enjoy it so much. Can we watch it for the nostalgia factor, like the culture, yeah, the dances. The songs, those were really the moments that I enjoyed the most. I was like, this plot line is flimsy as a board. But – Of course, yeah. The songs are so fun. The moments between um, Danny and Sandy. I, again, also really loved Rizzo and Kaneki. Yeah, it's really like a (laughs) – despite them being really old. um, Not old, old – Not old, old as I am 25 now, but. (laughs) Well, yeah, they're not old. They're just too old to play high school.
1: Yeah. Mm -hmm. They just, nobody looks like they could be 17 except for Putsy maybe.
0: Yeah, for sure. But it is a teen movie, like a fun teen movie where it's like Mm -hmm. we're just a bunch of teenagers doing our crazy stupid shit.
1: Yeah, definitely. It, I love watching it in the summer, because, uh, of it, you know, it begins at summer. I think it's actually perfect for this time of year. Like, yeah. right on the cusp between, like, fall and summer. Because also it's set in California. So it's, like, so nice the whole time, weather-wise. But, yeah, I mean, it, this movie is – it's so hard for me to watch it without the nostalgia goggles. Mm-hmm. Because it's, like, such an integral part of my childhood. And also, like – my love for musical theater is because of this movie and not that I have an insane love for musical theater but the ones that I do love I really love and this is one of them totally it just it makes
0: me it makes me feel happy it's a great sleepover movie also like if you're with your girlfriends or your friends in general Mm -hmm. um, and you're like oh well we don't want to go out tonight watch Grease have some popcorn Paint your nails. I don't know. Yeah, it'd be a blast. <laughs> yeah, and like the perfect karaoke material. Mm.
1: So many options. So many options. But you know, some people don't like it. That's totally fine. If it is too problematic for you, That's I fully You're understand. understand. <laughs> That's fine. <laughs> it's fine. You're denying yourself <laughs> of a good time, but never. <laughs> but yeah, I don't know. I just I enjoy it so much, even though it's
0: crazy. It's kind of how I feel about High School Musical. I enjoy it, even though it's crazy. Yeah. Shall we rate it? Ooh. What are you going to rate it? I want you to go first. It won't affect me, (laughs) but I am curious. Ooh. I feel like... What I want to say right now, I'm going to be honest, I'm I'm leaning like six or seven. Mm. But I know you really like this movie. Yeah. I
1: do really like this movie. Is it a great movie? No. But I love it so much. So... I will go – people are going to be like, this chick is insane. But I'm going to give it – I'm going to – okay, I'm going to go down. I'm going to give it like an eight.
0: Okay. Okay. Yeah. I get you. No, I get you. I'll give it a seven. Yeah. Um, it's I respect what it did. It's a classic. Mm-hmm. It's, you know, still done for a reason. People still love the story. Yeah. I wouldn't watch it over and over like I would Mean Girls, but it is a fun, nostalgic movie. And I definitely saw it a lot when I was young, like printed out the freaking lyrics so that I could sing along and stuff.
1: Yeah. And like, I don't know, maybe this is the wrong take. I don't know. But in my mind, it's like about the the stuff that's really like problematic and like sexist and all that stuff. But are people looking to Greece to like give them some sort of moral like compass or guide? Like, I don't think so. So I don't think it really matters too much because I don't think anyone is like, I need to learn (laughs) about like sexism and stuff from Greece, you know? Mm -hmm. So I I think the stakes are pretty low. And like I watched it growing up my whole life and I certainly don't think that I need to change everything about myself for a man. I feel like I I turned out pretty well.
0: That would be weird if your child was like, raised pretty well and then they saw this movie and they were mm-hmm. like gotta change my personality for a man that'd be weird
1: yeah i don't think anyone's using this as like a guide you know yeah so yeah that's why i i give it a little bit more of a pass mm-hmm. um even though you know obviously obviously we all know what's wrong with it but whatever yeah. but yeah we hope you enjoyed this
0: episode it was
1: very fun it to was record fun to do
0: yeah <laughs> yeah If you're following us on social media, thank you. But if you're not, this is a great time to start. Absolutely. We have social media everywhere. So you can follow us at Movies That Raised Us on Instagram or Movies That Raised Us pod on TikTok. Yes. And you can follow us on Twitter at MTRU underscore pod.
1: And you can send us a good old fashioned email at movies that raise us at gmail.com. Let us know like what you're thinking about. Yeah. If you have any thoughts, suggestions. Mm. We do have like the rest of the year planned out, but yes. we will be taking more <laughs> suggestions in 2022. Yes, sir. But yeah, we'd love to hear from you. And we'll see you next week for another back to school movie. Ooh. I'm Mo. And I'm Christina. And our theme song is by Garrett Schmidt. Bye.